On this week's episode of Out of the Box Talk, Dr. Lisa interviews the talented and highly knowledgeable Rebecca Emery. They discuss current food issues that we are dealing with in our society and also discuss what is Reiki and chakra healing. Stay tuned to find out how to stay healthy inside and out. everyone and welcome back to the out of the box doc podcast with me your host Dr. Lisa and Paul is behind the glass and today I'm so excited to invite my first guest on it's not Trey so he didn't really count God love him but he is my husband doesn't really count as a guest necessarily but this is my very very first guest and she's a very dear friend of mine her name is Rebecca Emery she is well loved in Fort Worth and most of you who live here probably have already heard her name somewhere in, a, in and around about Fort Worth, but she is a nutrition therapist, and we're going to get back into what that actually means. She's a Reiki master teacher and a private yoga instructor and owner of Rebecca Emery Nutrition Therapy Reiki Private Yoga located in Fort Worth, Texas. Rebecca is a firm believer that every single one of us has his or her own unique level of thriving at any age and at any stage. Oh, I love that. At any age and at any stage. I'm going to have to steal that for you. And in her private practice, she She's able to custom tailor her sessions to meet these, these very, very unique needs and pull together her skills to help her clients live happier, healthier, more vibrant and empowered lives. And for more information and in any offerings that she has for you, go to www.rebeccaemory.com and it's Emory with an E-M-E-R-Y. Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A. Again, Emory, E-M-E-R-Y. And on Instagram, she is the Rebecca Emory. And I love her even more because she is a dog mom. So that is like my favorite thing about this woman. So, all right. So we're going to get into it straight away. Tell me first, what is Reiki? Okay. First, I'm going to say thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. I I'm love, so grateful. I love, love doing this kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so grateful for here. your brain, your <laughs> brain. I love your Instagram. You are so outspoken. You are so focused on health and, and well-being for human beings that they deserve, that they don't realize that they deserve. And you are all of that. So well, I thank absolutely. you. I mean, we all deserve to be the healthiest version of ourselves we possibly can be. And there's so many things that we just give away in that. Like it's, 100% in our own control. Yeah. And why we don't take more power and more control over our own lives and our own health is beyond me. So you don't have like a thought process of like with your um, intuition with people and the feelings that you have with people when you do Reiki and you're rolling your hands over people. Do you think there's anything that we have as a common link that's causing us to kind of go off the tracks? Oh gosh, I think there's so many things that could be a podcast in and of itself, yeah. seriously. God, so bad. But at the end of the day, we're just in this very, we live in a society that glorifies being busy. We, we don't feel like we're, you know, doing our best or being our best or showing up as our best if we're not productive, 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 and it's ruining our health. It is. It's really, and it's a lie. Let's be honest. Yeah. And I really believe, like back in the '80s, this kind of mm -hmm. stuff started. Where, especially for women and, and men too, we, we don't give them enough credit for being stressed. But like, you can have a career. You can be a mom. Yeah. You can do this. You can be a great wife. And you better be great in bed, you know, all this stuff. And it's like we can't do all this stuff. Absolutely not. And I read a, a write-up or a blog or something years ago, and it was about a woman that said, "Let me tell you what it's really like to have it all." 
And she was just talking about how, you know, I, I hardly get to see my kids mm-hmm. and I have to pay someone else to cook dinner for them and clean my house. And I never see my husband and I'm tired all the time. And then over here, it wasn't I'm an beating, was it? By any I chance? don't remember. This was probably five <laughs> or six years ago, okay. but, and she was beating herself up about the fact that she was missing out on all of these things to, you know, be the CEO and to do all of these things. And what she really wanted to do was just be with her family. And that was, that's what we're designed to be. Correct. And that's the, how we're and living I'm not, now. Is I'm not saying don't have a job and don't have a career and don't strive to do all of these things, but there's got to be balance and we're very, very out of balance. So, you know, you asked me about Reiki and, and I, I love Reiki. I actually, you know, started, you know, sought out Reiki and started my own Reiki practice, um, to help with my own stress levels okay, and my own anxiety and grief and different things like that. And that's exactly what it does. It's a hands-on Japanese healing technique that alleviates pain, stress, anxiety in the body. And it really allows, um, for your body and, you know, universal life force energy, God energy, however, someone chooses to see that. Um, to come together and have this beautiful conversation about what needs to be brought back into balance, what needs to heal with the caveat of understanding that healing doesn't look like fixing all the time. It's not always spontaneous. Sometimes it is, but it could be, well, my neck and shoulder really bother me, but it's an emotional issue or it's, you know, it's stress or it's something else that's going on or it's actually, you know, occurring from another part of the body. Yes. Or the energy centers, your your chakras are out of balance and different things like that. You have to look at it as a whole picture, you know, and, and one of the things I see a lot in my practice, and it doesn't really matter if it's yoga or stress or Reiki or nutrition Everybody is looking at one thing and they're not looking at the body as a whole and they're not looking at the body as its own, as its own ecosystem. Did that take you a minute to realize or did you always know that? Um, I've kind of always known that, but as, you know, as I have, you know, moved through my own journey and incorporated and pulled in and studied the different things that I study. And I really try to, to, to learn and study and educate myself in things that work together and how the body works as a whole and not just, you know, the, the individual pieces, that picture just became more and more clear Okay, that, you know, we can't even like when I work with, with nutrition clients, for instance, I don't just focus on what they put in their mouth. I also work with them on, you've got to have good sleep hygiene. And you got to be sleeping at the right hours and at the right times and getting really good quality sleep. And we've got to manage your stress and we have to manage your nutrition. And to me, and you know, the, the breath work and things like that will fall kind of falls in the managing the stress and the meditation and yoga and things. But to me, those are almost each 30% of, of the, you know, hundred percent. So you've got 90% just in those things. And those things play off of each other. If you're stressed, you're not going to eat well. Because your body is naturally going to crave crappy food. You're not going to sleep well because you're stressed and you're eating bad food. (laughs) And if you're eating bad food, you're going to be stressed. Your cortisol is going to be high and all these other things. And if you're doing that, you're not going to be sleeping well. So we really need to get those three things specifically into balance. And then this this exercise component over here, and I know people are probably going to explode on this, is maybe 10% of it. Really, maybe 10%. If you've got these other three 
Yeah, because exercise order. doesn't just do it. Like I've given no. 110% at no. the gym and I'm still like, I'm going to sleep in. I don't feel good. But also in today's world, Lisa, and I know that you probably see this in your practice as well. Everybody is stressed. Everybody. Everybody is chronically mm-hmm. stressed. And of course, the last year and a half has not helped that at all. Not even a little. But everybody is stressed. And so, you know, if you're going from stress, 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 eating out all the time and all of these other things, and you're thinking you're going to out exercise or worse out supplement all of that, it's never going to happen for most people, especially women. Well, I can't even say especially women. I'd say people in general to go from the frying pan into the fire is just making the problem worse and it's working against them. I agree with that. I think personally, I think restorative yoga, meditation, Reiki, and those sorts of things are going to heal us all. Because our bodies are crying out to rest. And I tell my patients when we talk about like energy medicine, because mm-hmm. that's a thing, and yeah. energy therapies yeah. and all that, I fully believe Breaky in. Reiki falls into that. Category. Oh, I love that. I've done it. And I, I'm like, wow, how did you know that about me? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so what I tell patients, if you imagine, because they don't get energy, like, like we're balls of energy. Like, what does that mean? If you strip away your skin mm-hmm. and you saw your lungs moving and breathing, your heart pumping, your blood flowing, people would, and that's just what you could see. And then mm-hmm. you go deeper at a physiologic level, your mitochondria working, ATP, that Krebs cycle working like biochemistry. Sure. That's all working. That's right. your energy. You are grounding to the earth. You are a ball of energetic cells. Yes. Everything is energy. This yes. table has an energetic frequency. The microphones do. Everything has an energetic frequency. And I wish people would get that. I wish people would understand that you are nothing but this energy that you have to be outside in nature. You have to do these things to be a well human. Absolutely. You do. And you know, all energy and healing begins with the sun. Oh, I love that. It absolutely does. And you know, the sun shines down, it grows the plants, the animals eat the plants, we eat the plants, we eat the animals. And the cycle just kind of perpetuates itself. And be grateful in that for way. All and those be things. grateful for it 100%. Be and grateful. not be, and it's funny because like I tell my little step family, my mm-hmm. little children's, and I'm like, say, say, thank you, Mr. Piggy. Say, thank you, Mr. Cow. Like we, I'm like, you need to tell that little animal that just gave itself to you, be grateful for this. This, this kind of stuff matters. You know? Sure. And well, and you know, I think a lot of people today don't even really understand where their food comes from. They don't. They think it just magically appears in, in the grocery store. You know, and I tell people too, and I, I, we've, I think spoken about this too, like the factory animal mm-hmm. versus a, gra- a truly grass fed animal that I hope people are telling the truth that it is truly grass fed. Right. Uh, factory farmed animals are traumatized. And so I say things to patients like if you took um, Tom Brady Mm-hmm. And just say we, this is, sounds terrible, but say we were, um, cannibals and we ate people. If you had a Tom Brady and then you had like a guy that had a diabetic ulcer that had you know, maybe one leg and was sick and renal failure, who would you eat? So really the factory farmed animal is the guy with the diabetic ulcer. Sure. And then the grass fed is Tom Brady. I would eat Tom Brady. Absolutely. You wouldn't eat. <laughs> the factory farmed guy that has an ulcer and right. like one leg and not doing very well, you know, so it's kind of the same thing because we're mammals in the same kingdom. 
right. you know? So, but tell me more about, so when you, if I signed up for Reiki, mm-hmm. what does that look like? You mean to come in for a session? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, basically you would come to my, I have a private studio on Camp Bowie and, um, you would come to my studio. You could come dressed just like you are. You don't do, there's no movement or sweating or any naked. of that kind of stuff. No, you'd be, yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Naked. We're sitting here <laughs> I'm naked. Not. In case you didn't <laughs> That's know. just a joke. <laughs> yeah. No, you'd come just like you are. I mean, you could come on your, you know, take a, take an hour or an hour and a half at lunch or in the middle of the day and come and just lay down on the table. And, you know, sometimes people come in and they want to talk for a few minutes and kind of tell me what's going on. And sometimes they come in the door, they get right on the table. I've, and especially lately, you know, I've had people come in and they, you know, they're very upset and stressed and all of those things. But, you know, it's their option to tell me what's going on or not. And they come in and, um, you know, I they can talk it through the whole thing if they want or not. But they lay down on the table and I basically, you know, tune in and I do put my hands on them. And then I I run energy and work energy through all the way through their bodies from the top to the bottom. I typically don't flip people around and do things like that, but I, um, and you know, I, am going to say that I read what's going on, but it's very individual. It's very individual. It's, so it's going to depend on, you know, you and how you show up in that day and that sort of thing. Some people's bodies are very, very communicative and some people's are not. And, and that can change too, because like I, you know, I tell people, it's like, you know, if you've never had it done before and because everything is energy, that means everything that we do has an impact on our own energetic frequency. It's a macrocosm kind of microcosm effect. So even as we're moving through our day, we're picking up this energetic debris everywhere we go, every encounter, everything we hear, everything we see impacts that. And so you know, if you're not doing things in your life to move and filter all of that energy through, it gets stuck. Okay. Right. It's kind of like our bodies are kind of like garden hoses in that way. Like if there's a kink or a knot in the garden hose and you're trying to run water through it, you're going to have a blowout. Yep. Right. So you've got to unkink that. You've got to clear those things out. Or another analogy I use a lot is you know, a garden, right? You've got this, this area that you want to turn into this beautiful garden, but it's full of garbage and weeds and just ick because nobody's been maintaining it. Right. And you start to clear it out. So as you come to sessions, this, the energy, you know, Reiki and energy, it starts to clear that out. It starts to get things moving and get things flowing. So then, you know, as you come back, it's an easier process. It's like, Oh, look, somebody dropped a foam cup. Let me throw that away. Right. And so then, you know, everything starts to flow and feel better and, and like fall away and fall right? away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Reiki was also originally supposed to be a self-care practice. It was intended to be, but people kept, you know, they wanted other people to do it. And I'm, I'm not discounting that at all because it is, there's nothing better than going to somebody else and letting them do the work while you do absolutely nothing. Okay. But it, you can absolutely do it to yourself anytime, any place, anywhere. There doesn't have to be a production. You could be in your car. Oh my gosh, there's traffic. I'm getting stressed and just, you know, put your hand on your leg and run some Reiki to yourself right there in that moment. So what is the difference between, so is it chakra or chakra? 
Mm, people pronounce it different ways, but pr- you, chakras. Okay. Yeah. Can you go through that? Because I think that's fascinating and I don't know enough information about it to speak intelligently. Sure. Well, the chakras are the energy centers in the body and there's many of them, but most of what you hear people talk about are the main seven. So it'd be the crown chakra, the third eye, the throat chakra, heart chakra, solar plexus, um, sacral and root. So the root chakra is like, it's, it's red and it's at the base of the tailbone and it's our center of I'm safe. I'm well, I'm okay. I'm grounded. I'm all, I'm abundant. I'm all of these things. And, um, then the sacral is, you know, houses your forgiveness and creativity and your relationships and can also, you know, govern like your, your hormones and your sexual organs and things like that. And then the solar plexus, which is going to be up around like the diaphragm up underneath the ribcage, um, is our sense of personal power and self-esteem and, um, also of doing and things like that. So the, you know, the lower three chakras are very, very earthly chakras, right? Kind of our sex power and money. Okay. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then we get into the heart that intersects the lower and the upper. All right. And of course we all know, well, maybe we don't all know, but I mean, our heart chakra and our heart power is like the most powerful energy that we have. And, um, then the throat, right? Which is our, not only our center of, you know, speaking, right? But it's speaking the truth and speaking your truth. So super important. And that can actually manifest in things like clenching your jaw, grinding your teeth, thyroid problems, different things. You know, a lot of us grew up in a generation that, you know, kids are seen, but not heard. Yes. Or with things like, you know, what I haven't, what I have to say is not valid or important or not speaking your mind, not speaking your truth, not, you know, speaking up for yourself, which of course is tied to, you know, your sense of power and self-esteem and, you know, those sorts of things. And then of course your third eye and, you know, your, your vision and your wisdom and seeing the truth and seeing things how they are. And, and then of course your crown and enlightenment, and then there's soul stars and there's chakras in your hands and your feet and, you know, all around, but those are the main, they run up the Shishumanadi would run up and down the spine okay, basically. And they, you know, they, they, they play off of each other. So if they're, if any of them are out of balance, it kind of throws the whole system out of balance. Okay. And it shows up for people in, in many, many different ways. So like sometimes I'll be working on someone and, you know, I, I'll see their energy and it's, they're not really doing anything, but their energy around their body, like say around their abdomen is like, just it looks like it's got snakes running through it and not always, but a lot. And, and that's a really big indicator to me that they are shoving things down and trying to digest it instead of talking about it and speaking about it and standing up for themselves. Oh, wow. Right. And so bodies speak in that way. And, you know, I've, I've been doing Reiki, I've been a Reiki master since 2012 and I've done enough and I do all kinds of things that are working with people's bodies. And so, you know, I've worked with people enough that, you know, I kind of have my own ways of tuning in to those things. And it's not always that, you know, I had someone that came in, maybe it's been about a month ago and she didn't really give me any information about what was going on with her. She was a stranger to me. So she wasn't someone that I knew 
And in her session, you know, I got very loud and clear. I just really need you to hold space for me. I don't need you to interfere, which I don't interfere anyway, but um, I don't need you to do anything for me. Just hold space while I process this. Oh, wow. And when we were done, she made that comment to me and she said, I really appreciate the fact that you just held space for me in that because I without really, saying a word and she never did tell me what it was she was processing. Now, you know, sometimes things will come up in that and there's never, I tell my Reiki students when I teach Reiki and I teach Reiki to all kinds of people for different reasons, but I tell them, you know, one way to look at Reiki is that it is the ultimate act of holding space for someone with non-attachment. Ooh, that's uh, like it's an not, oxymoron in yeah, a way. Because it, the sessions aren't about me. I'm a conduit for that. So through the attunement process, it opens the crown chakra, right? The heart chakra and the hands. So this God energy and universal life force energy through the crown chakra, through the heart and out the hands. Okay. Right. And it's not up to me. I'm just, I'm the conduit for that. And, but, but because of that, Anything that needs to come up or that does come up or communications and different things, I witness that. And so, then through many years of doing and, that, you can categorize. Correct. Because it's experience. Correct. And because, you know, I do have an extensive, extensive background in nutrition and nutrition therapy. And, you know, my background is not in eat this way or eat that way. It is the biochemistry of the human body. It is when you do this, your body does that, period. <laughs> you know? But it should be like that. It should be like anyway. that. Correct. So tell me more about what does that look like? So if I came in as a client mm -hmm. for nutrition therapy, uh -huh. so I love it. It's not nutrition counseling, by the way. Yeah. I love nutrition therapy. That means so much more. Sure. That that's different. That sounds very different. I love the way that sounds. Well, I, I think, you know, my take on that and really, you know, being that it's, you know, biochemically based and food as mm -hmm. medicine, there's 45 nutrients, basically. I mean, there's a lot of nutrients, but there's 45 essential nutrients that the human body needs. And by essential, that means that your body cannot create it. You have to get it from a food source. Okay. Can you give it like a few examples? Um, like D3, B12. Okay. Yeah. All right. your B vitamins. So you have your amino acids, right? Your complete, your amino acid complex. You have your, you know, B vitamin complex. And these are complexes, which means, you know, you really need to be working with the whole system yes. and not just supplementing one part of that. And then, of course, you have your water solubles, your C, um, your B vitamins and C vitamins and things like that are all water solubles. Then you have your fat solubles, your D, your K, your E, your A, and then your electrolyte minerals. So magnesium, potassium, sodium, and those sorts of things. Each one of those is a complex. And so they all, not only do they play with, off of each other within their complexes, but then they play off of each other within themselves. Okay. But your body can't create those on its own. So you have to get it from a food source somewhere and in really optimal amounts. And of course the RDA is mostly enough to keep you above ground. Right. Um, 
So I first with people and I've got different levels, but I first with people look at that. Like I make people do a food journal and they hate it. They hate it. Why do you think that is? Because it's work. <laughs> it's work because I'm not giving yeah. them a magic pill and a magic button right. and saying, do this, you know, um, to look at that and to say, okay, because people will come in and say, I don't eat sugar. Really? The 500 carbohydrates a day you eat tells me a very different story. People don't realize it. Well, I no. think they think they eat clean and it's not. I am blown away at the number of women that, first of all, don't eat enough. They eat, you know, a thousand calories or less a day. You are not a toddler. You need to eat. They're living on protein powders and mm -hmm. shakes and meat sticks and energy bars. And they're not eating real food. And they wonder why they feel like crap. And they're... Maybe they're over. I really don't work with people that just want to lose weight. I really want, I work with people who want to, who want to create radical change in their health. Got it. You know? Okay. My best clients to date are cancer patients because they do the work because their life depends on it. Yeah. You know what but I it mean? It takes that. But it takes that. But why Why do you think it takes something so bad for a human being to go, oh shit, you know, sorry, excuse me, but like, I know. like no, for I you know. to go, oh shit, this is a big deal I and know. I really need to change. So why do you think we even get there in the first place? Do you think the food desert thing, like no. Dr. Mark Hyman talks about, like there's no food available? Well, so here's the thing. This is, this is now I realize that there's always exceptions, always exceptions. If you can get an Amazon box on your front porch, you can get healthy food on your front porch. Yes. There are, you can get vegetables shipped to you. You can get grass-fed meat shipped to you. There are companies here in Fort Worth, Texas that will ship all over the country. Do you know which one do you, which one do you use? Well, Burgundy Beef will do it. Oh, I love them. They're, they will they're definitely my favorite. And every time I go, they don't have anything because it's all sold out. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what days to go. <laughs> Is it Wednesday? I shop exclusively with them. I don't buy Love my meats anywhere else. Yeah, I agree with you. But, I don't either. Um, I don't even go to Central Market anymore. Mm -mm, not for I, that. I don't believe, I don't believe that it's grass fed. I don't. Mm -mm. I really think it's factory meat there. And I'm sure Central Market would be very disappointed with me, but I used to love that place. Yeah. And I just don't feel like it's where, like the chicken, for instance, shouldn't be that puffy and that right. great looking. Right. It's so it's filled with what? Sodium. Because mm -hmm. they puff and, it and, up. And their corn, and, their corn and soy fed. Mm. And so is the, you know, the commercial meat is corn and soy fed. So people also don't get this little thing about why it's important to eat grass fed, grass finished. Corn and soy is omega-6 oils. Bad. First of all, it's inflammatory to everybody, mm. to everybody and everything. Cows aren't supposed to eat it either. But it's inflammatory. Omega-6 oils are very unstable. Yep. And they oxidize with heat and air and sunlight and all of these other things. So you, you're, it's inflamed to begin with, and then you go cook it. So the meat that's coming home with you is already profile in, is a mess. The fat profile is different because they're eating omega-6s versus yes. a grass-fed, grass-finished that's eating omega-3s. And I don't think and people full of CLA they don't know all of these. So yeah. just by nature, it's a, it's a much more inflammatory product. Now I'm not saying I, I will be the first person to tell you there's good, better, best eat the healthiest food you can afford. It doesn't have to be, but 
if you start making those changes and you're on a bunch of medications and different things and you are able to maybe get off of those some of those medications, you can up your game on the other end. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I look at those types of things and I then I go in and look at like, what are your electrolyte balances? Because like I had a client that um, all the medications she was taking, she was a cancer patient and on, you know, blood pressure medication and all, everything she was taking was depleting potassium out yes. of her system. Like five different medications. Isn't it insane? I mean, like you think and, it's a general Western like, medicine. Well, no wonder you're on medication right. for AFib and for um, and for blood pressure. You have no potassium in your diet. And so we started changing her diet and adding more things. And they did reduce her blood. after Within six months, they reduced her blood pressure medication. She got off of her anti-anxiety medication. And they even bumped her she's on chemo maintenance treatments every month. Well, they bumped it out to every other month. Okay. But we completely changed her diet, but still left a few things that she's like, I just really want to keep these in my diet. Okay. So what I really look at with people, once we get to that point is what's also sustainable. I mean, I know what I do, but I've been at this game a really, really long time, <laughs> you know? And so I have refined it to, you know, to be able to the point to be able to flex in that and say, okay, certain times of year of the year, this is really good. Certain times of the year, you know, we need to lighten things up or change things up or move things around kind of based on, you know, what would naturally occur in the seasons as well. But, but for most people, they're still way out here so <laughs> on that. Do you find people just don't understand what even an omega-3 is, omega-6? So they, they don't even know the baseline. Most people don't understand that there's actual nutrients that they need to get from their food. And also like the vegan thing. Correct. The whole thing with like when Trey and I did that for mm -hmm. seven months, my B vitamins plummeted. Can Absolutely. you go into that a little bit more? Well, sure. So, um... You know, I'll be the first person to tell you that, uh, and I did it. I've been a raw vegan. I've been a vegan and I made myself so sick. I really did. I felt great in the beginning, mm -hmm. but then, I mean, my protein tanked, yep. my B vitamins tanked, my hair and skin got bad. My, my gut was so inflamed. Because all the carbs. Well, from all the carbohydrates, but all the grains, you know, because a lot of people don't understand all the nuts and seeds and things that they're eating like that's the part of the plant that is intent that intentionally causes gut inflammation <laughs> because it's not supposed to be eaten because it's supposed to turn into another plant. Got it. Right. So okay. they, it has phytic acid and all these other, you can sprout them and neutralize that some, but year after year, after year, after year of all this agitation and bombardment and different things like that has it impacts it as well and leaky gut and, you know, there's all sorts of things. And then of course there's not, it's hard to get enough essential fatty acids in your diet. It's mostly so, omega sixes okay. more so than, I mean, you can get omega three from chia seeds, but you're going to have to eat 10 bags because the ALA <laughs> is not bioavailable. Okay. <laughs> right. And ALA's alpha lipoic acid. It, yes. yes. And then you can get, or you can eat one piece of salmon. Okay. Right. And it, blows it out of the water. So your, your complete amino acids come from animal protein. And you would call yourself 
I don't think you're paleo. I wouldn't go that far. Is it more Mediterranean diet? I actually, well, I don't eat a lot of grains because I suffered with gut issues for so long because, you know, when I was having issues with that, the microbiome and the gut was not a thing. It was all in your head, Mm -hmm. right? And so, um, you know, I, that kind of started me on my own journey. I can eat now, I can eat a little bit. But if it starts, if grains start becoming a mainstay in my diet, the dark circles start back under my eyes, like, you know, the puffy, just all the stuff starts happening again. So I kind of look at it as a coffers half empty, half full or empty and full. If I have a little here, like I'm not really that person that's going to go to somebody's house and go, I can't eat that. Okay. You know, but grains are not a staple in my diet. I don't even, I don't eat them once a week. I probably don't eat them once a month. And can you go through what grains are for people? Like, yeah, what sure. does that look like? Sure. Like say so, the five grains that so, they may not even think they're are so grains. grains, grains are going to be rice, any rice, brown rice, white rice, doesn't matter. Rice, um, other things, people eat quinoa, uh, probably couscous. Any, anything. So grains are going to, are, are like, they're like nuts and seeds. They're any part of the plant that's supposed to turn into another plant. But so it would also mean breads. I don't eat, every once in a while I'll eat a little bread here and there and it doesn't bother me. But if it starts becoming part of my diet, then it does. Um, and but, I hope people are listening to this because this is like, what we're all doing. And so this is why a lot of people feel bad is because we're not supposed to be eating all this stuff. Correct. And here's the thing, especially if you do have gut issues, which you, is everybody. Correct. For the most you, part. It took me years, years to heal, reasonably heal my gut. And it's super sense, even still pretty sensitive, but it takes three weeks to get gluten out of your system. And by the way, nobody is gl- tolerant of gluten. No, we do and not. People don't realize that. We I don't think. as humans do not mm-hmm. possess the digestive capability to digest it, which back when it was Eichenhorn wheat and ancient wheat, you know, that's one strain of gluten. Most people don't realize that. What The dwarf wheat that is in most mm-hmm. of what you buy at the grocery store is four. Teen strains of gluten and GMO, and it's genetically modified, so it's mm-hmm. full of glyphosate, and all and the and the glycemic. I mean, one piece of bread is is something crazy, like eating three tablespoons. I mean, I'm talking about like commercial grocery store yes. bread is like eating three tablespoons of sugar. Is what it does to your blood sugar for one slice. It's nuts. That's terrible. It's nuts. So you know it. And that's just one little piece. What about sprouted grain bread? Sprouted is so much better if you... Way to go, Paul. You had Ezekiel bread. Bravo. Bravo, bro. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite bread ever. It's awesome. Cinnamon raisin is my favorite. Like legit, we walked in today and he's eating Ezekiel bread. So we're very very proud of Paul. Well, the Ezekiel brand has so many really cool sprouted grain breads. They have tortillas. They have pasta. They have everything. They have have cereal. And it all comes from the same derivative of that sprouted grain. And it makes me feel so much better. And sprouted is the key. 
So let's talk about that because sprouted. So, you know, when I was vegan, I had to learn, like, you have to soak your beans. You have to soak. So 24 hours, go into what sprouting means. Cause people literally do not know what this means. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, (laughs) sprouting does not necessarily mean that it's going to sprout little green things coming out of your, your rice and your grains and things. It makes it more easily digestible. Okay. So again, nuts, seeds, beans, even the insides of green beans, peas, anything that is supposed to, that a bird is supposed to eat, fly over here and poop out and, you know, it's supposed to turn into a tree or a plant or whatever it is, anything that does that. And that includes flowers. Like when I say flowers, F-L-O-U-R-S, like flowers that you would make cakes and breads and pies and things with. Any of those things should be sprouted because if you're buying them and it had, the grains were not soaked and sprouted before you did, you're going to have all the phytic acid and anti-nutrients and inflammatory compounds. And those are the the outer parts Correct. of the whatever we're talking Correct. about, so, right? The hard so it's part. The, it's the shell. It's the, the covering shell, yes. of the inside. And there really are good nutrients. In, there are nutrients in them. But the phytic acid, which is what agitates the gut and makes it undigestible is also an anti-nutrient, which means that, and this is another issue with a lot of vegetarians and vegans and things that it chelates the nutrients out of the body, specifically magnesium and potassium and calcium and all of those good fun things. So you can actually create more nutrient deficiencies (laughs) for yourself. But more importantly, it it can inflame the gut. And everybody is different in how they kind of respond. Everybody, it, it, it's true for everybody, but they're different in that depending on your own personal gut integrity and microbiome. If, you know, like for me, I had H. pylori and SIBO. SIBO is big, yeah. SIBO is a big deal now. It but, is a big you deal. Know, H. Yeah. pylori, you know, and SIBO and... For years, it went undiagnosed. So there was a lot of damage that got done. Um, and so I paid a lot of attention to that. Do you think like Crohn's disease is more um, and like ulcerative colitis? Do you think those are more like inflammatory? Like they're all autoimmune, you know? So do you think it's like mostly a food thing that's starting this whole thing for people? Or do you think they're yes. genetically, so they're genetically born with it and then the flip that the well, switch goes on with our so food system, right? I think there's a lot of things that, you know, genetics may load the gun on some things, but it, the, you know, the diet, lifestyle and environment pull the trigger. And that's an American problem, I think. It is an American problem. So like I have people say to me all the time, well, my blood pressure, you know, it, it runs in my family. It's genetic. My doctor told me it was, I'm like, mm, no habits and lifestyle and environment like 80%, and ways of right? being. 80 at and least 20s genetic. Maybe. Yeah. There's only a few, there's only a handful of truly genetic mm-hmm. things. I agree Most of them, you know, are environmental. Mm-hmm. So, and, and by environment, that's anything that's not within the nucleus of the cell. That's right. Right. That's and right. so you don't change the nucleus of the cell. You change the environment and that's, then the cell starts to function properly again, or as much as it can, depending on how much damage has been done. But which is a lot for most Americans. Let's be honest. Oh, absolutely. Because we have seven out of 10 people with obesity. We've got 45% morbid obesity in this country and nobody talks about it. And 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 I don't understand that. Well, and it's so many different levels to that too, because, you know, never in the history of the universe have we had access to so much food, 
all the time. People, for now. People, anyway. well, yeah, for now, right. But, you know, people graze all day long. You walk by a candy bowl, you shove a piece of candy in your mouth. I'll tell you what, one of those little white spearmint certs, mm-hmm. not certs, but uh, Lifesavers, yes. has seven carbohydrates in it. One. I don't eat sugar. Yeah. I had 10 yeah. of those. Yeah. You Isn't know? That, I talked to somebody about that today. Yeah. She goes, my my lifestyle, I eat clean. I don't, am I, but I'm like you, your triglycerides are 300. Yep. So with our lab, I get such a, a vast amount of labs because I can tell exactly what somebody's yep. doing with C-reactive protein, inflammatory markers and all this stuff. I can people, I'm like, you're not, you think you are, but yeah. I still blame, um, I not blame, but we just don't have enough, especially Texas. We don't right. have enough farmland. We're well, not no. like where the groceries, it's all grocery stores. They're it's not true. Like, now like this time of year, especially here in the Metroplex, you know, like the Cowtown farmers markets going. So I always, Mike and I go there first and we buy what's in season and then we'll fill in with some avocados and different okay. things. I'm not going to lie. I'm about 90% carnivore and about 10% non-toxic produce. Okay. So. I love that. You know. Paul's Paul's giving the high five back there. Yeah. I mean. I'm a huge carnivore. Just, yeah. I just eat yeah. meat, meat all day long. You just when you I, had that too when we walked in. When, yeah. I, I think, yeah. when I started doing that, and I, I mean, I, trust me, I've done them all. But when I started eating that way, my gut issues went away. My triglycerides dropped down to 72 Oh my God. My patients my, would die with that. My, my HDLs went up to 76 from f- like 47. So HDL is good cholesterol people. So yeah. that, that I would say. And ideally you want to like optimal would be a one-to-one ratio yes. of triglycerides and, and HDL. My L- LDL stayed about the same. My A1C was it would fluctuate all the time because of my gut inflammation, right? Perfect. I love it. My, no, I'm sorry. My HSCRP, my CRP. CRP, Perfect. one to zero. But my, my A1C dropped down to 3.8. I've never seen 3.8. My blood sugar? 3.8. My- so A1C, for people that don't know what that is, it's hemoglobin A1C. It's your diabetes check, uh, not Fasting blood sugar is not your it's, blood it's sugar 90, check. It's over a 90-day period. Yes, it is valuable, and you should always ask your doctor for well, that you because know, somewhere it's around that four range is That's really, really crazy. great. But, but doctors tell people that, you know, 5.5, oh, you're fine. I, <gasps> I call people diabetics at six. If yeah. you're at 6.0 with me, because 6.4 is the cutoff yeah. for, for type 2 diabetes, which is self-induced, by the way. It is not genetic. And right. I have to tell people to this day in 2021, I still have to tell people, no, it's not genetic. That's it's type an, it's one. Another one of those yes. things that is a life. It's a, it's a lifestyle and environment, but, um, but I call 6.0. I don't use 6.4. I'm like, you're a diabetic is 6.0. I'm sorry. And my blood you sugar, know? my blood sugar, uh, my regular glucose dropped down to 77. It's just on fasting or non-fasting. I do some fasting. Um, I, you know, I, I only typically I'll either eat two meals a day or three meals a day, but here's the thing. So like we were looking when all of this COVID thing went down, we were watching TV and trying to find positive things to watch. So we started watching older stuff. Right. And I kept looking and watching like Baywatch and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, all these things, right. (laughs) Cheese ball city. But here's what I noticed. Nobody was overweight. Not even the extras were overweight. 
you might have one person and they always kind of made fun that was overweight. And I'm like, what happened? What are the dates of these shows and what happened? Right. And so, you know, it was really in that mid 2000s, early 2000s range that all these genetically modified foods and things became super mainstream. That's so bad. You know, but you have to look at all of that. Right. Um, but here's the thing, when you look back at the seventies and the eighties and even the early nineties, people were not eating all day long. They would eat breakfast, they'd eat lunch, they'd come home, they'd eat dinner and usually fairly early. And then they didn't eat again until the next day. Yeah. So fasting. They were, that was, that was just naturally, we didn't, they didn't have to call it fasting. It's just how people okay. did. Okay. So now you we know. call it, call it intermittent fasting then? Now Is that it like has a, a name and okay. it's a thing to do. Okay. But, but also, you know, there, we didn't have access to all the junk food and processed foods and things that they, they weren't, there wasn't as much of it as there is now. There weren't commercials about it on television every five minutes like there are now saying, hey, come eat this cheesy stuffed burrito with and then, with, and then with take dipping dots afterwards. And, and Kit Kats in it. Yeah, it's great. Well, look at the pharma. I mean, pharmaceuticals, <laughs> right. marketing pills to us, marketing. For everything. Everything. And it's unacceptable. So I'll say this, this kind of blew my mind. I was a little bit ticked off um, in April of last year right? As like the COVID thing was Mm -hmm. happening. So I go and take a small video over at uh, Chick-fil-A over here by 7th Street. Lines wrapped around the building, I bet. Mind blown. It was, I literally stayed there for 12 minutes. I counted 30 cars in two lanes in 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. I posted it on Facebook. I've since gotten off of Facebook because Mm -hmm. it was so, I was was so upset that I got such a bashing from people. I was like, okay, th- so COVID's here. We get it. B- let's build our immune system. Stop eating places yep. like this because they have peanut oils and they're frying and some terrible stuff. The chicken's really bad where they're getting it from, blah, blah, blah. I got such a lashing. Mm-hmm. People were like, they're good people. I'm like, I'm not saying they're not good. That guy went to AM that owns that. I'm like, I don't care about AM. I'm talking about this is being fried in peanut oil that's going to cause inflammation and you're going to get it. Right. If there's something to get and your body's already kind of in a bad toxic state, you're going to get it. Right. Well, and the thing is, you know, I mean, I drive by the McDonald's on Montgomery. Yeah. And- and uh, lines and lines and the lines wrapped around. Mm-hmm. The and building I don't understand like time. how to get it through to people, like to stop taking your kids, right. stop it's making cheap. it. It's cheap, but it's, it's not, cheap, though. but it's not because it's like right. 60 bucks a car. Right. Well, and that's why I mean, I, you know, and I got a lot of that, too. And, I, you know, I had people saying, well, you're just an elitist about things. I'm like, how is that elitist? to eat, make good food choices. Anybody can choose that. And I get, again, there's always exceptions. And I get that, you know, unfortunately in this country, calories are cheaper than food. Mm. It's just the calories in a lot of ways. But here's the thing, you know, and I have people say, I hate to cook. Well, do you hate being sick? And do you hate spending a thousand dollars a month on medication? Well, I, I can't imagine not eating a whole candy bar every day. Well, can you imagine being sick and, and, op- and on medications mm-hmm. for the rest of your life? It's okay. You I mean, you make your choices, but own your choices. I do think right? it's marketing though. I a, think lot a lot of it, of it is marketing. marketing and they, you know, again, back to like the energy bars and all of these, you know, things. Eat a candy bar because I'm telling you right now that green goddess blah, 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 bar that you're eating 
has just as much sugar mm-hmm. and just as much stuff in it as the candy bar. It's your body sees it the same way. Your body doesn't know if it came from a date or it came from, you know, a cane sugar. It doesn't know the difference. It is sugar, period, to your body. Period. That's right. And, you know, you're spending $3 on the, like, like an inch and a half mm-hmm. little square of something that gives you no satisfaction whatsoever. And that's at natural grocers as you check Every, well, out. Well, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. And you're like, oh, I'm at natural grocers. It's got to be good. It does not it, it doesn't, mean it it's doesn't an matter. impulse buy at the right. end. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I really try to work with people on, you know, meeting them where they are and what they're going to actually do. You know, I'm extreme in my diet because that's how I feel the best. And by extreme, I mean, I don't think I'm that extreme. Probably, you know, I don't think a lot of people probably look at what I post on social media and go, oh, my God, how she had not had a heart attack. Yeah, it's a lot, I, of, it's I mean, a lot of meat. I eat a bone in a fatty bone in ribeye with butter sauce every Friday night. Do you and my do husband tallow and, at all? I do some tallow. Okay. I do a lot of butter. I do a lot of grass-fed ghee. I do a lot of tallow. But, you know, what's not on my plate along with that is a fully loaded stuffed baked potato right. and a big bread basket. Right? Yeah. It's I eat the steak and I eat the fat and I'll eat a little bit of sautéed asparagus with that. And then that. you you know, you go by Texas Roadhouse and it's absolutely filled to the brim. Right. And it is nothing but uh, potatoes, bread, mm-hmm. all the, yeah, all the but, fixings. You know, the other everybody part of that and... is that, you know, it like, like this morning for breakfast, I had four ounces of ground grass fed beef. I had two eggs and I cooked them in butter and I had, I had half an avocado with that. I haven't eaten anything since then and I'm not hungry Mm -hmm. because I ate something that satisfied me. I didn't drink my breakfast. I didn't eat. I mean, I I'm all for fruit. I'm eating fruit this time of year because it's in season, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? That's a whole nother nother podcast. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. hundred percent. But I'm eating what's in season right now. But here's the thing that people don't really understand. So the general norm with sugar and carb, well, not sugar so much, but carbohydrates for, for an average woman, we're not supposed to have more than about 25 grams of sugar a day. (laughs) Um, right. And fructose is a big deal too, but, um, Don't that's get a Paul whole started other... on that. Like, do you see him? He popped up. That's There's a whole... Don't get me started on that poison. <laughs> I know. That that's is the worst the thing in the worst, ever in America. The worst. I and it's in everything. It. Yeah. It's Until, literally in everything. Did you notice though, it was in everything and then all of a sudden it's not because we raised yeah. a stink about it. Well, you know that, you know what it does. I'm, I'm sure you guys know this, but you know what it does in the brain is it tricks your body into thinking that you're still hungry. That's yep. why a lot of, um, uh, like if you ever go like to it, like an Asian food buffet, right. Full of high fructose corn syrup, yep. of course, that's what makes it good. Right. Mm-hmm. But an hour later, you're hungry again yep. because it's, it, it and doesn't cereals for kids. Yes, exactly what it is. And because it makes you hungry. And, that's why we overeat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you'll and keep eating. And then your kids eating. are obese and yep. look at, look at all that. And it's just terrible. But is it like, do people just, they choose not to look at this? I think they just don't. They just don't. It takes too long to do research. It's true. For a lot of people. And also it's, well, and I it's think an addiction they also, too. It's an addiction. It is. Sugar is the most addictive thing. It's, it's more addictive than, than of cocaine American and heroin. Food. Can you believe that? It's in ketchup. It's in pasta sauce. And I always tell my patients, I'm going to give you homework. Go to Target, just down the road. 
go to Target, find me a pasta sauce that has no sugar in it. There's yep. two of them. Yeah. There's probably 25 pasta sauces on the shelf because I've, I've done it. Oh, I've no, gone to I Target to, and looked. I get one. That I get the most natural I can mm -hmm. because if it has a little bit of sugar in it, yes. it's usually for it's from the natural sugars of the tomato, which I'm cool with. Uh, but usually I'll get crushed or peeled tomatoes and make my own sauce. Yes, that's smart. Well, Which I mean, is fun. Just, and also I'm Italian, so I like if I that rather do that than have the yeah. store bought Italian stuff. But even if you wanted good. to add a little bit of sugar to it, you could do maple syrup. Yeah, and I've yeah. done that before to sweeten it. Sure. you know, for the well, kids really, and stuff. You can really you can add kind of what what you want in that because again the body yes. doesn't really know which one is yes. which. So, it but it processes better. Can. So tell me about agave. Mm. Yes or no? I'm a no on agave. Yeah, I'm a no it, too. It just your blood sugar yeah, just goes I agree through with that. the roof. But you know what? I tell people on on the sh whole sugar sweet issue, on the stevia or the monk fruit or the this or the that. I'm like, just break the habit. Yeah, I love it. Just don't. <laughs> just break the habit. Like yeah. I don't. I don't crave sugar. I'm I'm never really have. But but mostly because I don't eat sugar. Then you don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. I've broken that synapse mm -hmm. in in that. Are you a fan of fruit? I am. Seasonal? A little. Seasonal fruit. Um, you know, uh, my teaching in that, though, is fruit should be kind of viewed as dessert. I love that. So like berries, that. Like how about, you know. How about, because I'll sometimes do like a protein smoothie. Mm -hmm. And I'll do, uh, you know, your strawberries, your blueberries, your antioxidants. Strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries. But I, I won't go berries. any. I won't go any tropical. Yeah, those are all super low glycemic. And, you know, in season, that's really, really great, too. I wouldn't necessarily do it for breakfast just because it, it is going to give you it's going to kind of put you on that roller coaster. So I'm I'm more of a fan of seeing people start their day with fat and protein. I love that. That's so to immediately ground their blood sugar. And then, you know, if you want to have a smoothie in the middle of the day or do, you know, do something like that, then then you've already kind of grounded that. That makes sense. Now, I've, I've yeah. always heard to stay northern hemispherical when it comes to fruit because anything yeah. southern hemispherical is going to be loaded with sugar. It's going to be higher glycemic. Like the pineapples, melons. Pineapples, even, uh, I mean, anything. Anything other than southern berries. Southern hemispherical, I mean, honestly. Yeah. Well, and, and obviously, you know, a, a little here and there, maybe if you're if you're there <laughs> or whatever, you know, a pineapple's not going to kill you, but you know, we get, we have so much portion distortion in things too. Ooh, like we like don't, that. we don't realize what actual servings look like. Like people say, oh, sweet potatoes are so healthy and they do have nutrients in them, but a serving size of sweet potatoes, maybe a hundred grams. That's about four bites. I love when oh, they put man. like on, on, on <laughs> labels where it's like, well, this, this thing has, it, it'll trick you. Or it's, no sugar, because they'll put like say, sucralose. Right. They can right. Say no or sugar. it'll say this has 17 servings in it. Well, it's that. But then um, it's only a half a serving is a full serving, and then you're like, right. wait a second. But so why I do they make? Why do they make it like that? That that's what I don't. So well, it's trick. I'm at the point in my life right now that I'm like, is this on purpose? Yeah. Like, is this intentionally being done at this point? Because I don't. I'm so in disbelief. Like, the answer there's, is yes. Yes, there's literally no reason to label a package. With if you eat a bite of this, this is how much. No, give me the whole right. damn well, thing. I want to see what though. the whole thing is. Well, let me is. ask you this. If you're trying to find out true facts, right, and I don't want you to find them out, and I hand you a 20-page document that says, okay, here are all the true facts. It's going to be hidden inside of these lines. Are you going to go do it? 
<laughs> Most people will not. Of course not. It's like it's like a huge contract. <laughs> well, yes. Right. And then there are these select few. But if you if you get a huge contract like, a like this, yeah. right? But it's like signing a mortgage, right? But that's so. It's people like you that right are giving this kind of information that need to get out there. Exactly. And, you know, I, I really try to work with people, too, on I call it getting the the biggest nutrient and carbohydrate or macro and micro bang for your caloric buck. Right. So I like to eat. I don't like to feel deprived. I don't want to ever think that my life is going to have to, you know, revolve around and, you know, no offense to any vegetables or anything, but, you know, quinoa wrapped in charred leaves and stuffed with kale. I mean, most people think they have to eat like that to be healthy. Yes. Right. And, you know, there's not any one real right or wrong. There's what the body needs to be healthy. That's the right or wrong. And are you getting it? And if you're not, you're going to have breakdown somewhere. Yeah. Period. And what you will do and what you will do consistently and sustainedly. Not what you're going to do for five minutes, right? Like I had someone recently that was said, well, how long am I going to have to do this? I'm like, well, I don't know. How long do you want to be healthy? Wow. <laughs> this isn't a just for five minutes thing. You need to be put yourself. But where are people's brains that are even a, saying that in the first but place? But people like, are always looking insane, for the quick right? fix and the magic bullet and the this and the that rather than doing the work and it's consistent and sustained work. I don't care if it's my Reiki clients, my yoga clients, my nutrition clients. I tell them you've got to go after this like you're an Olympic athlete. Oh, I love that. Because here's the, here's what Olympic athletes know or anybody that's at the top of their game, any professional athlete or CEO or anything else. If they, but specifically athletes in this, if they don't take care of their health and they go down, they lose everything. But here's the thing. You're not different. You're not different. No, I'm not we'll different. We'll lose everything too. We lose everything too. Right? As God. we're driving around everywhere with our check engine light on, hoping we're going to get one more baseball game in or one more errand run, you know, before before we crap out. Yeah. And then what? Then you lose and everything. Look, but look at kids. Look at what's happening to kids. No, They're no. crapping out. School is going down at a very early age because we're feeding them crap food. Mm -hmm. There are too much FaceTime on these computers and phones, sure. video games. There's too much going on and their little brains cannot do this. And then they're not nutritionally sound on top of it. Absolutely. What's super interesting to me is watching the whole veganism thing. Mm hmm. And I'm not against it if it's done correctly, but yeah, you it can, have it can be done well, but can. you still they still there are things that they still need to supplement. B12 like, is for sure like meat that. proteins. You have mm -hmm. to get those BCAAs because you have, have you have essential amino acids yes. that veggies do That's not have. That's why it's called right. essential. Correct. And here's the thing that a lot yeah. of people don't realize and understand. Your and you'll you'll appreciate this too, but all of your neurotransmitters are synthesized from complete amino acids. So anxiety, depression, insomnia, all of those good fun things. And from the hormone standpoint, you have to have ample fat and cholesterol in your diet to synthesize you bet you any do. hormones. You bet you do. There and that's where it reason, comes from. There is a reason there mm -hmm. is a low T clinic on every corner now 
Which I don't agree with. Either, I don't agree but with okay. either. But you know what I mean? Because yeah, they don't know what they're doing a lot of the time. Are so. not, but people aren't there. Right. They're not getting enough healthy fats and cholesterol. And then their, in their testosterone diet. would be higher. They can raise naturally. it naturally. Yes. <laughs> but I see this in women too, because I've had a lot of women that have come to me that are t- doing supplemental testosterone and their skin's breaking out mm-hmm. and they're pecking on the pounds and all of these things. And I'm like, yeah, and, that, that's and, usually and like you're eating energy bars all day long yeah. and you're not eating. I, that's an awful lot of protein. I'm like every function in your body and every cell in your body needs it. And that's why I don't freak out about total cholesterol. Total cholesterols are no big deal because if your good cholesterol is good and your triglycerides are low, good for you. I don't care about bad cholesterol and total, but total cholesterol makes your testosterone and estrogen and progesterone. That's where it's coming from. And people don't realize that. Correct. Correct. But that is, but that's why my business has survived Sure, because we're so nutritionally deficient that I have to then supplement that and then lead them in the other direction of food and everything else. You and I've talked about this a lot too, that, you know, if people would up their nutrition game and and I'm not talking, I mean, like actual things that your body actually needs game. It would make everything that they come to you for better. Yes, it would. Because it yes, all it comes, everything on the outside is a reflection of what, what is going on on the inside. I turned two people away last week. They were lovely people. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle was so bad. I was like, they, they admitted it. I said, look, I can tell by your lab. And they were totally cool about it. They're like, yeah, we, we suck at eating. It's terrible. Right. And I said, I'm not doing your hormones. We're not doing them today. Because... You will be wasting so much of your money sure. on something that will, you'll come back and say, that doesn't work. That's crap. That's crap. But it does work mm-hmm. if you have a good lifestyle. Right. Well, and that's And I reduce it. the dose. You don't need a whole lot of testosterone. You don't need a lot. You just need a little smidge because we're nutritionally so deficient and our environment is so deficient. Right. That we have to supplement some things. Sure. Absolutely. And we can't, none of us hit a hundred percent of it all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. it just doesn't, it's just not the way it works. But, you know, we, we all can, can up that game, you know, a little bit better. And, you know, for, for many of us, and, you know, it's, it's just simply making the switch from, you know, not eating so much processed food and eating more real food where you can, where you can and making the time for it and remembering, you know, I mean, most people treat their cars better than they treat their bodies and and the cars replaceable. You get one God pod in this life, you get one. One house. It is the single most important asset that you have. With if it goes down, you lose everything. Everything. Everything you ever worked for. Right. And imagine like brain health too. You know, brain health is such important. And without that, you've got nothing. And but the beautiful thing about our bodies, like our bodies are constantly homeostasis, you know, they're they're constantly seeking balance. And if we don't find balance in that, it finds it. And, you know, that's where all the disease and yeah. sicknesses and things come from. But it's constantly, but it can only keep us healthy. And this is what I mean, any age and any stage. I have my own level of thriving. You do. He does. My cancer patients do. A 20-year-old does, a 90-year-old, everybody has a level of thriving in that, right? I mean, you can choose to, you know, feel like crap too. Or you can do things to feel your optimal and your best. And it doesn't matter, you know, someone going through chemotherapy can do things to make themselves 
at least feel better in that. They do have a level of thriving in that. And the, but it, your body can only do what it can do with the tools that you give it on a regular basis. And it will do its darndest to do its best with yes. that, right? And it might say, oh, look, this is folic acid and not folate, but let me see what I can do with that. It'll try, right? But that's all it can do. But the beautiful thing in that is that your body also doesn't pick and choose. It doesn't say, I'm going to fix your heart disease, but you're still going to be a diabetic. Your body heals and it attempts to heal everything. And when you peel back all the layers, the tools are the same. Hmm. <laughs> That's something. Right? It's not it's one not, thing to yeah, fix this and yeah. one thing to fix that. Like a it's car. It's all the like same. That. It's all the same. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know? Okay. So, and it, it most of it does. It comes down to these 45 nutrients and it comes down to managing your stress and your sleep. We can, we need, we can do a whole nother podcast on sleep because it is so important. And it is, in my opinion, is probably the single most important thing I agree that people need to do. It needs to be done in the right way. It needs to be done during the right hours because your body has an not actual right circadian bed. rhythm that it follows in that for, for its, for its cleansing and its detoxing and its repairing and its restoration processes. So put the phones up when you get home. Oh yeah. Two oh, yeah. hours, right? We can talk Minimum about two hours. We could do another one on yeah. blue light too, because I don't think people understand, mm-hmm. they, they hear this buzzword of blue light, but they don't understand what it is and how it affects the body. So and even why if that's you turn important. the light down on the phone, that's the same, it's, it's the still same. the same thing. It's the so, spectrum of the sun that mm-hmm. keeps us awake. And when it's dark, you're supposed to go and to bed. And so it throws off our circadian mm-hmm. rhythms because we're staring at it all day long. And, and then so- people are on Ambien. Correct. Well, and that's that one of the many reasons. Blowing. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it is like just to get people off pills is like the yeah. biggest thing in our practice. Mm-hmm. We, we try really hard to like get people to understand, put all the electronics away. Yep. They don't need to even be by your face emitting all God, God knows what radio frequency. Right. But um, so how, so give me your data or your information. Yeah. Give us your phone number for the office. Yeah, sure. What is that? So um, my cell phone number is 817 817- Nine one seven zero one one one. So that is your number to make an appointment to do all the things. Correct. Okay. Typically, it's best if you text me and don't call me because I never have my ringer on because I work in a healing environment okay. and it's disruptive to my clients. <laughs> so what would you? So if I was looking for nutrition therapy, and I'm your basic fifty-year-old woman mm-hmm. that's just like, hey, I, I don't know a whole lot. I just make an appointment, and you just start. Uh, yeah. So I do. Um, I I do one-hour consultations. Okay. I also do what I call um, a custom evaluation. That's really going to be more for your self-starter. So it's going to be someone that kind of kind of has an idea of what's going on. They want to see where they're actually falling kind of in the nutrition spectrum and different things like that. And then, you know, I will come up with kind of a, a, a lifestyle recommendations and things that, you know, I see where they might be missing the boat, where they may be overdoing some things, um, you know, what things that they can do to manage that whole picture. And then if they want to proceed from there or do other things from there, then we, then we move on to different packages. I also do a 90 day, six months and then custom packages, you know, from there. I have several clients that do 
all of it. I always laugh. I'm like, you just give me all your money. Thank you so much. Know, thank you, know? you. I appreciate but, that. But, they, but, it's especially, worth it. but especially with COVID, you know, they were coming for yoga. They were coming for Reiki and, you know, they were wanting to up their nutrition game. And, and so all, it, it, was, it all works together. It all works together. Perfect. And so, so you have like the perfect storm. It was worth it to place. Them. Yeah. So on your website, mm-hmm. does it give you all, the, yeah. like, all your things? Absolutely. Okay. So um, again, my website is www.rebeccaemory.com. That's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-E-M-E-R-Y.com. And I have everything that I offer on there. So you can read about the different packages. You can read about, you know, what's involved in private yoga, what's involved in a Reiki session, um, and different things like that. So, and then if and you I, have I, questions, you can always email me through okay. my website okay. as well. And I'll just say as Rebecca's friend and, um, but you know, before I met her, we, we were trying to figure out like where we had met each other. And I, I, I guess it was through, it had to be through a yoga class. And I will tell you, Rebecca has a rocking body. She can pull off leggings, like no woman in this town. It's pretty impressive. I want to say they were green. Did you ever get green leggings that Probably. I was like, I wow, in all colors, <laughs> the most bendy woman. I mean, it's just amazing. The poses. I was like, I, <laughs> I could do maybe 5% and here you were like your legs bent all the way to your back and all this stuff. So this woman is incredible. She's a great teacher. I've had the privilege and honor to be in one of her classes and it was, it was so good. And, um, and she's not playing though. She's not one of those like, Oh, yoga cute. No, she's like, no, this is serious. And you're doing this. So if you want (laughs) to go to her yoga class, this is like a real yoga thing. And uh, she's very loved in Fort Worth and everybody admires her and appreciates her. So, and she's going gray. She has this incredible hair right now. I'm loving it. It looks like it's done. So she's gray and then it goes black and it's like this balayage thing and it's beautiful and she's oh, beautiful and natural and, and, and such an admiration I have for you and everything that you do and your passion for everything. So, but I want to say thank you. You're wonderful. And I look forward to having some feedback, what people have to say, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. So if you do like this episode, go to, uh, you know, like comment, share everything. This is all information that we all have to have to be healthy. You know, go to Apple podcast, rate review, because that's how we do get into the podcast world. That's how we get this information to other people, because it's all about sharing this information to the right kind of people so we can all have a better quality of life because that's what truly matters in all of us. For sure. is a better yeah. quality of life to spend more time with family members, to be able to live longer lives and have a healthy body to be able to live this one life we do have. And that's it. The best we one can. Life. So like, share, subscribe, and Dr. Lisa, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And we will see everyone next time. Bye, guys. Oh, 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 o